activate your personal shield and get your trait to level 3, because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. In this episode, we're going over the Scarif DLC patch notes. Let's get started. So we've played Scarif about a total of five hours? Yes. What do you think so far, Sam? It's a major league disappointment in MLD. You think it's a major league disappointment? And definitely not what I had my hopes up for. I was expecting it to go out with a bang, and it went out with the wrong kind of bang. I think it. I think it's really good. The maps look good. The heroes, eh. I think, again, they have gone completely overboard with the Empire Rebel. I mean, I mean, in the Imperial Hero, Director Krennic. He is so overpowered. I was playing a game of uh, hero battles against Jin. Or no, I was Jen, and then or Brother Stone was Director Krennic. I was behind one of those big containers. Okay, behind one of the containers. He shot, he shot the container on the side. It went through the container and then killed me in one shot. And I was at like 20 health. It is completely overpowered. He is, I don't think he's much of a support hero. Uh, he's, he is a tank. He's got, he can regen his health depending on how many people are around him. And it's just crazy. Jen, on the other hand, is Jen is so weak. She's really good against infantry, but right when she gets up against a hero, she goes downhill super fast. She really has no good abilities. Yeah, the blaster pistol, the little blaster effect that you can put on her uh, pistol, isn't very good. It does... It overheats really fast. And, and the pistol's not very good. It doesn't do much damage. And then the pistol, it doesn't do much damage, but it's so slow to fire. Then she has the trench and surge, which isn't very good. Okay, so this is my proposal. They should either give it more abil- give it more uses, or it doesn't count as a use unless you hit someone. That would be really helpful, because the time that I get right next to the person I want to hit, I've already used two of my charges for that, and it takes forever to recharge. And then... The Sonic Imploder needs a little bit of work on the hero side against heroes. What are your thoughts, Sam? The ma- the game mode's okay. I really like the game mode. I think it's too short. Yeah, well, the Imperials, as usual, are really overpowered on their maps. Yeah. You have to have the perfect team to win. The third phase is extremely hard to win as the Rebels. And then as the Empire, all of the Rebels are in the out-of-bounds zone, so you can't even go over there. You're just basically setting up a perimeter that they have to get past, and they usually don't get past it. You die, and then the team goes returns the data tape that you're trying to get. So I I think it needs some work. I really like the maps. The maps are beautiful. I really like the new weapons. I think they're cool additions. The DT-29 is awesome. I really like how they went with the A-180. I think that's pretty cool. Once we play some more, we'll get our final thoughts, but right now it's... It's looking like Death Star for me. No, it's not Death Star. I think it's extremely better than Death Star. It's not even as good as Outer Rim. I think it's better than Outer Rim. No. Yeah. Outer Rim had a more balanced game mode. How so? Extraction. It's in either or. So, there there really doesn't need to be a first phase of the infiltration game mode, because we we stopped all their U-Wings from getting to the goal. No, none of them got there. I'm for real. We had it almost all red. 
But guess what? The it automatically went to the next phase. So I guess you just have to get it perfectly. Uh, maybe one of them got close enough to activate it, but I highly doubt that. And then when you get to the second phase, it's just chaos. I haven't even activated one of the bombs so far because just everyone is everywhere. Correct. And then the one thing I don't like about the maps are the random tree wall tree walls that you hit bush walls yeah bush walls so you'll be running you'll be going through these bushes and then you'll hit a wall and sometimes you'll glitch through the wall and then just get stuck there if you don't have a jump pack you are just completely screwed you cannot do anything so definitely need to work on the maps yeah and the heroes the heroes now if you're a fan of the villains krennic is amazing but if you are on the opposite team, by random ass- assignment, you're going to get destroyed. So, I think they just need to balance that a little bit. But I do not think this DLC is a disappointment. I extremely like it. The reason it's a disappointment because I had my hopes up super high. What were you expecting? I was expecting the best one so far, and it's not. Bespin is way better. Yeah, I, I don't think it lives up to Bespin, but I think Bespin was the best game, uh, the best DLC that they've released Yes. I think it's Bespin, and then I think it's Scarif, then Outer Rim, and then Death Star. What is, it, what is your assignment? Can't say yet. You can't say yet. Yeah, these are, these are just initial reactions. Um, we're going to start playing a lot more, and then either next episode or the episode after that, we are going to go in detail of our thoughts on the DLC after we've played it some more. But right now, let's go into the patch details. New content for DLC owners. 1. New levels, 4 new maps set on Scarif and in space above the planet. 2. New game mode, Infiltration. A three-phase mode in which Rebels must first breach the shield surrounding the Scarif by escorting a U-Wing to the shield gate. Once they've landed, their objective is to create a diversion by blowing up an Imperial cargo ship. Immediately afterwards, the Rebels must complete their mission by stealing Imperial secrets and escaping. New weapons. A-180. A unique blaster pistol which can be modified to become other blaster types. Once equipped, your star card hand will be replaced with three different modes you can activate. Sniper mode, rifle mode, and ion mode. DT-29. A blaster pistol which uses ammunition instead of the overheat system. What do you think of that, Sam? I do enjoy the DT-29. I think it's the most creative weapon they've introduced to the game. I love how it's reloadable. I think that makes it feel uh, really cool. And it gives it that Rogue One warring feel. New Star Card. A hybrid grenade that deals damage to the enemies as well as blinds targets that are looking towards the explosion. What do you think of this? I do not like it. You don't like it? It makes the flash grenade useless. As more useless than it used to be. Yeah. I, th- I it's, think it's a better flash grenade. You might grenade. as well just remove the flash grenade. I think the flash grenade has gotten more use getting this star card than any, than the whole time it's been released. New heroes, Jin Erso. Rifle extension transforms the blaster pistol into a blaster rifle. You can switch modes between pistol and rifle modes at any time without a cooldown. Sonic Imploder. The grenade deals high damage, blinds enemies, and reduces armor for targets. Truncheon Surge. Jin performs a short forward melee strike using her baton. The ability starts with three charges, but you can hold up to nine. Passive. For each kill with her blaster or grenade, Jin will gain charges for Truncheon Surge. The amount she gains is equal to the level of her trait. Yeah, speaking of her trait, I didn't get it over one ever. But I haven't really played, I haven't played Jin at all against infantry, just against heroes, so... 
from what I've heard, she is really good against infantry, but as we were saying earlier, not so good against other heroes. Let's move on to Krennic, Armor Breaker. Krennic will fire a powerful blaster bolt that deals high damage and does armor reduction. Oh yeah, it does extremely high damage. Like on heroes, 20%. C2B5, a unique version of an astromech droid is deployed. It is AI controlled and has the following abilities. Scan ping, squad shield, dioxys defense. Yeah, the only thing I'd say out of his three abilities, this that is the worst one because it just goes all over the place. Yeah, I was putting it down near the out of combat and it was going over there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, hey, how you doing? I'm over here. And it takes like five minutes to uncool down or cool down. I like that. I What's super annoying for, if you're going up against it is the dioxys it generates. It's just like, you, you can't even, unless you're Princess Leia, do damage to that droid unless you break the shield. Moving on to Wrath of the Empire. Boost team members in a small radius around Krennic. On top of t a temporary armor increase, it has the following effects. For regular soldiers, it will increase the total health to 200, but it will automatically deplete until the player's health reaches 50 health generation. It will not activate until the player drops to 50 health. This guy needs to learn to use commas. <laughs> For heroes and Krennic, they will receive 10% temporary health boost. Passive ability. An armor boost effect is applied to all nearby players, including Krennic. The armor boost effect is dependent on the number of nearby players heroes count for two players i think they should get rid of where he gets the health as well i think it should That's just good. be for other people well level one is one player level two is four players and level three is eight players and the finally the death troopers have not played one but they look awesome yeah what well, I've, I've seen them from afar and it's just like oh my gosh they look so cool death troopers two players are able to spawn in as death troopers whenever krennic is on the battlefield they are equipped with the following gear DLT-19, Thermal Imploder, Cooling Cell, and Smart Rocket. I, th I think I got killed by one of the Thermal Imploders. <laughs> I was jump packing above and they threw it on one of the landings that's on the maps. And it just caught me off guard. Now going on to new vehicle. The U-Wing. A vehicle only playable in space above Scarif as part of the new infiltration game mode. It can utilize the following abilities. Speed Boost, Shield, and Jammer. New power-ups, U-Wing. Fire turret mounted on the side of, a U of the U-Wing as it circles above the map. You can protect yourself with the following abilities, shield and jammer. What do you, have you played the U-Wing? Yes, I have. I think it's really fun, but the control, it's like it wants you to go one way and then you have to really fight hard of, against it to actually do some damage. What do you think, Sam? Um, I did crash into some of the debris while I was playing. I did... In the first phase? Up evasive maneuvers and i ran straight into some trash i've done that a lot <laughs> right when i got in i ran straight into an asteroid <laughs> yeah what about on the second and third phase second third phase what do i think about it have you played it oh no with the i pickup. was going to get one but i decided to try to look for the hero pickup i played it and it's really fun like i was just saying okay TIE Striker, an Imperial-only power-up available only on Scarif. When activated, an AI-controlled TIE Striker will make a starting a strafing run on the nearby Rebel players. It's pretty good. I would have rather had it or pilotable. Right now, it's just pretty random. It's like, okay, I'll get some kills. But I haven't actually, when I activated one, I didn't get any kills I from it. I got one kill. You got one kill from it? Hut contracts. New hut contracts. Uh, there are four new hut contracts that have been added to the game. Gin solution, 
Krennic's offense and Grenadier uh, cost 3,500 credits each. Then their upgrade is 8,000. The Shore Trooper Captain is a new body unlock available at level 100, and it costs 35,000 credits. I've already seen people at rank 100. Multiple. Multiple people. Uh, hopefully there's not another glitch where it gives you infinite credits. And I did find a glitch. You did? What was it? The f pick up five power-ups I got to like so many times. Also, you know how it says get uh, flash 25 players? Only flash like six people, and it got me the... A hut contract and i've seen a lot of other people you uh, have that happen as well you know what uh, i've just i've just thought of something you know one of the reasons why a lot of people may be kind of chris uh, kind of um undecided on whether they like scarif or not i think it's because it is a pro player map a lot of the people that i've seen that are loving it are the people that are just destroying everyone and are super good at the game obviously they'll love it yeah it is for noobs it is they're leading pigs to slaughter yeah it's like leading pigs to slaughter if you're a noob going into scarif dlc so you better play get some practice if you're new to the game going into scarif because it is a I'm, pro player's I'm paradise at it even moving on to general playstation added the star wars battlefront rogue one x-wing vr mission we'll talk about that in future episode but yeah, we did do it we're gonna do a whole episode on that and it is amazing the best VR experience I've ever had. Yes. Moving on to drivers. The required AMD drivers for Battlefront are now 15.7 and above. Armor. A new armor system has been introduced. Increased armor dam decreases damage taken. Where reduced armor increases damage taken. Yeah. Moving on to all ships. Reduce the damage the AI vehicles deal. This change affects the AI support pickups from Y-Wings, B-Wings, TIE Defenders, and TIE Bombers. Skirmish. Fixed an issue in which the multiplayer star card hand wasn't available. Okay, speaking of skirmish, there is a cool little thing you can do on skirmish and missions is use the bow rifle. The weapons that have the weapon that has been teased forever. I'm pretty sure it was teased with Bespin originally, and then it was teased in the Death Star DLC. And it was also teased with the Scarif DLC, and now it is going to be a free update after Scarif. Game modes, updated various spawn locations, traits, added a new way in which traits are level up. <laughs> yes. Are level up. It is point-based now with different actions granting more points. Playing the object will grant more points than kills will do. So what do you, what do you think of the trait system? I really like, I like it. it. It's easier to get traits. Uh, another thing I've noticed with Scarif DLC, of I've been getting a ton more kills. Like, you, my average was usually 20 around that mark 15 to 20 now my average is around 30 on every game which is indicative of how crazy it is and how many people are just one time i was just running around and this imperial trooper just crossed my path and didn't even look at me and i was just like okay and then i got a free kill basically moving on to traits resolve the bug in which the traits will not reset whenever a player is defeated at level three speeder they bikes. actually didn't remove that you experienced that i did have a little glitch where i got trait three automatically that's what they're talking about moving on to speeder bikes resolved an issue in which allowed speeder bikes to instantly kill heroes finally that's been since bespin huh um i'm pretty sure they had like a mini update yeah, the, that introduced that bug in between Bespin and Death Star. Yeah. General, various minor UI issues. General updated the localization. Then there are also some things that they left out that, um, shout out to Star Wars Game Outpost. He put up a whole post going over all the things that they forgot to add. Uh, this is one of them that I thought was pretty 
Interesting. Pretty weird that they didn't add it. It's the TL-50 secondary fire nerf. So the pat... Um, Quote, the patch notes didn't make any mention of a supposed TL-50 secondary fire nerf. However, the weapon has been changed in three ways. It does less damage against heroes and vehicles. Its maximum damage radius is shrunk slightly. The cooling flush minigame after firing a secondary fire blast is now more difficult. And I was using the TL-50 Briar Pistol, and it was definitely harder to get. Uh, Max I could do was three times in a row. That was every now and then. This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon, who allow us to upgrade to new hardware and keep up the hosting for the show. If you have some extra money and would like to help out, go to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. Another way you can support us if you don't like Patreon is to head over to paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep. T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Another great way to support our show is to head over to our podcast on iTunes and leave us a review. You can leave us just star reviews or a written review. Either way is good, and it helps out our show. Thank you so much for listening to Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Let's continue with the show. Now going on to the game mode changes. Death Star DLC. Added cargo and droid run to the Death Star interior levels. I didn't know this. This is so awesome. I'm going to be playing a ton of that. Cargo and droid run are two of my favorite game modes. What do you think of this, Sam? Pretty cool. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do that with the launch of it, but I guess they didn't have time. Walker Assault. Resolved a bug in which players could spawn multiple heroes by waiting in the hero selection screen. Dang it. <laughs> I know I you really like that glitch. I never initiated it, but I was a part of it. Yeah, I thought that was so fun. Oh, all, all, these th- all these people that are complaining, oh, it's no fun to be on it or against it. That means more people can get the hero pickup, which is and way more fun. And if you're smart enough to do it on the other side... You'd both have it. Moving on. I wish we had an offline version of Battlefront that got no updates. An offline version of Battlefront that had no updates. Yeah. Why? So I could experience the goodness. You couldn't play online. I know, but I could play missions. Yeah. As a bowcaster. That would be a cool thing to add. Like, I think someone's probably done this where they keep backups of every DLC so they can go back and look at the changes like as an archive. That'd be really cool to see. Okay, moving on. Walker Assault. Removed TIE Interceptors during the last uplinks on Twilight on Hoth. That's a little weird. Now, Extraction. The shipment will now destroy any medical droid placed in its path. (laughs) Extraction and Sabotage. Resolved issues that could cause the player to get stuck in the hero selection screen. I'm so happy about that. Sabotage. Increase the spawn time for ATSTs. Sabotage. Increased... Sabotage has ATSTs? Mm Mm-mm. Well, that's weird. I get... I guess they're talking about Walker Assault. They have the stationary ones, but they don't do anything. ATSDs? Wait, ATSDs? Yeah, ATSDs. I thought you were talking about ATATs for a second. Um, I don't think they uh, sabotage has ATSDs. I don't think they do. I'm not sure. Maybe on that big map. Mm-hmm. Maybe that. Maybe that's the only one. Okay. Heroes versus villains is now best of three, and all maps are played twice, enabling players to play on both teams. Battle station space power ups now properly respawn during the first phase. Game modes. Updated version. Uh, updated various spawn locations. Weapons and star cards. Briar pistol lowered secondary fire damage from 300 to 120. Briar pistol increased cooling power from 0.1 to 0.7, 0.07. Briar pistol increased rate of fire from 240 to 280. DLT-19X raised minimum damage from 65 to 67. Stinger pistol increased base impact damage from 5 to 7. Stinger pistol increased the active time for both basic and black card by one second. Stinger pistol removed the penalty of unequipping the card before firing. It will no longer go into cooldown while performing this action. 
disruption added 1.5 second delay from when the star card is activated to when the effect is triggered. Disruption. Users who activated a disruption card can't run during the deploy time. I really like the changes they've made to disruption. I think it makes it more strategic. Disruption. When activating the disruption card, sparks will emit from the player in order to notify enemy players in close proximity. Oh, that's what those are. I thought it was just a cool little uh, thing that they've added. Astromech and Viper Droid added a lock-on multiplayer that had the following effects. If the target is more than 25 meters away from the droid, it will not it will, it will not take one second to lock on, but rather two seconds. Pulled in the effective range of the projectiles. Lowered the minimum damage slightly. Back to effect. The back to bo- effect now applies to heroes. This applies to both back to bomb and medical droid. When applied to heroes, it adds additional 10% health with 10% being the maximum amount. I really like that addition. Now the final spawn screen added more clarity for certain weapons with unique effects by adding a short dis- description to certain weapons in the spawn screen. Okay, now going on to the heroes. General, sun effects are not applied with each attack anymore. Players have 1.5 seconds windows where they can't be consecutively stunned by the same attack. That is so cool to see. General, several attacks are now doing more damage to droids. Lightsaber, force push, saber throw, and and saber rush. Luke Skywalker, health increase from 1,050 to 1,100. Luke Skywalker, force push damage increase from 100 to 130. Han Solo, the soldier charges hitbox has been increased. Leia Organa. You can now cancel the trooper main ability. Leia Organa health token healing amount decrease from 50 to 40. Leia Organa health increase from 1000 to 1050. Nian Nub no longer takes damage from his own proximity bombs. Chewbacca increased damage of main projectiles from 40 to 45. Chewbacca increased explosive explosion damage of main projectile from 25 to 30. Chewbacca roar active time increased from 10 to 12 seconds. Chewbacca mobility speed increased very slightly. Chewbacca. 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 Health increased to 1500. Palpatine. Health token healing amount decreased from 50 to 40. Palpatine very slight lightning damage decreased. Boba Fett. Wrist rocket increased inner blast radius from 2.5 to 3.5. And the outer from 4 to 4.5. Boba Fett wrist rocket homing range increased from 25 to 35 meters. Greedo precision shot will now briefly stun Luke. Greedo no longer takes damage from his own Dioxus grenade. Dengar hurricane strike damage input fixed. It no longer hits multiple times on one enemy. Dengar increased base damage of hurricane strike from 100 to 130. Bosk predatory instincts will no longer randomly turn off. I experienced that. Vader can attack and block while force choking his enemies. Yes, I've noticed that. So that is a ton of a ton of changes to the heroes. It is crazy. And we also have some other changes made to the heroes in the game. All of the base heroes now have traits. Luke Skywalker, and this trait is called Jedi. Also, another shout out from Star Wars to Star Wars Game Outpost. He caught this change where they didn't put in the actual names of the traits in the patch notes. Luke Skywalker is called Jedi. It is a sprint speed boost. Level 1, 20%. Level 2, 40%. And level 3, 80%. And he is crazy fast. You're playing him, Sam. How, yes. how did that feel? Felt like the old Luke. It does. It looks like the old Luke. I haven't played him yet. From what I've seen, it looks extremely fast. Han Solo, Scoundrel Fury. 
damage falloff distance, and general damage increases. Level 0, 22 meters and 30 minimum damage. Level 1, 30 meters and 40 minimum damage. Level 2, 45 meters and 50 minimum damage. All and 75 close range or close damage. Level 3, 70 meters and 60 minimum damage and 80 close damage. Leia Organa. Leia Organa increases armor for all nearby rebels and Leia. This is called Champion of Alderaan. Level 1, rebels 20%, Leia 40%. Level 2, rebels 40%, Leia 60%. Level 3, rebels 60% and Leia 80%. What do you think of these traits, Sam? It seems a little bit overpowered. Even better than Dengar's for some reason. Yeah, we were doing a 1v1 Leia versus Krennic. And Leia was just beating the crap out of Krennic. Only if you use your health. Yes, if you use your health, which Sam was doing. And it was just, it was in, infuriating. I was Krennic and I was doing my uh, Wrath of the Empire and getting 10% health, out, health back. And then he would go over there, regen every single bit of his health. I'd do damage to him, then he'd respawn his health. That damage would be gone, but the damage he did to me was still there, so... It was very annoying. Now, Emperor Palpatine, recharge lightning every three seconds, and this is called the master. Level one, 9%, level two, 18%, and level three, 25%. If you're at level three, you basically have infinite lightning. I did, <laughs> Stone did test it out and I was watching him. Darth Vader, armor increase based on the number of enemies surrounding him. Heroes count as two enemies. This just makes Darth Vader extremely powerful. That mixed with the force token, uh, force choke, and the force toke, force no, the force poke, <laughs> the force poke. <laughs> While doing the force choke, you're also able to uh, do damage. So it's basically you force choke, you do, uh, you take less damage, and you do more damage. Yeah. So as once again, they made the villains even more overpowered. Yes. And I get it; they are more powered, but this is a game that should be balanced. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, I'm so ticked off about this the rebels destroyed the strong the empire's strongest weapon twice they destroyed it two times and their leaders are weaker than the people that built the death star i mean krennic he's a guy that was basically overseeing from what we've seen with the trailers the death star's construction he's the one that gave it an exhaust port probably <laughs> so why is he so overpowered when he's basically an officer that just sits in his office looking out on everyone, and uh, it just gets me so angry, man. Okay, moving on. Stage. Yes, they are the strongest might in the galaxy, but they got destroyed by a rebel alliance that only had, at max, tens of thousands of people, maybe hundreds of thousands of people, while they had millions of people. So Darth Vader, level 1, 20% for 1 to 2 enemies, level 2, 50% for 3 to 4 oh. enemies, and level 3, 80% for 5 plus enemies. Pretty that, good. That is insane. Uh, Boba Fett. This is called hmm. Bounty Seeker. Passive scan distance and jetpack recharge every third second. Level 0, scan 5 meters, jetpack 0%. Level 1, scan 10 meters, jetpack 6%. Level 2, scan 15 meters, jetpack 12%. Level 3, scan 30 meters, and jetpack 18%. Pretty good. Pretty good. Now finally... Stats and progression. Diorama. Jen Erso, Director Krennic, Ty Striker, and Ewing have been added to the diorama. Ranks. Increased from 90 to 100. 
appearances. The new Shore Trooper Captain Lock has been added as a rank 100 unlock. Scoring resolved an issue in which match bonus wasn't correctly rewarded on Death Star maps and modes. HUD contracts and challenges improved the system and resolved issues in which HUD contracts could not track progress but still grant rewards. So, so far, Sam, what do you think of the changes that have been made to the Scarif DLC? I do like the changes. I think it makes it feel like a new game. Yes. Which it should be. I am really glad about the game modes that are supported on Scarif DLC. Walker Assault, Turning Point, um, Supremacy. Walker Assault seems really rare. I've not gotten Walker Assault at all. I've played it. It's it's, uh, two phases now. Instead of the three different waves of Y-Wings. So it's shorter. It is Walker Salt Supremacy Turning Point. I didn't even know that Turning Point was supported until I saw Sam playing it. I did play a lot of Turning Point. Then there is Blast. Uh, There's one more. Fighter Squadron. Fighter Squadron and Infiltration. Fighter Squadron. That is six unless I'm missing one. So Definitely a better um, improvement over the Death Star. Yes. I like how they're focusing on the bigger game modes, but also have support for the smaller game modes as well. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. Or if you don't have the money and would like to support the show, you can go to iTunes and leave a review. If you don't know what to say, just leave your favorite Star Wars character. Our new intro music was made by Daniel Barham or at Gafunko on Twitter. G-A-F-U-N-K-O. If you want to be a guest on the show, you can contact us at battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com and in the subject line, put podcast guest. We do the guest episodes through Skype, so make sure you have a Skype account. You can leave feedback on our email. That again is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us at SWB Podcast for all things Battlefront, and you can also follow us at YT for Warring Galaxy News. If there's new Battlefront news, we will cover it first on our Twitter. May the Force be with you, always. Okay, Sam, who do you want to go first? What is this guy's problem with grammar? (laughs) Well, he's got to write this... All get all this stuff written down as fast as possible. But he should use Grammarly. Today's episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by Grammarly, the new free software that can give you perfect grammar. You better not put that in. We'll get sued. What?
Yeah. But it's always some noob gets it. Oh my gosh, here a pickup. <laughs> they know nothing about the awesome glitch that used yeah. to happen. Okay. <laughs>